The Washington, D.C. UFO Invasion. In the summer of July 1952, the most infamous UFO sighting in history, the godfather of UFO sightings, the one that caused the most panic. Twelve blips showed up on radar, and six bright lights were seen by commercial airline pilots. What were these radar blips? What did these pilots see? Are the men in black real? All these questions answered and more on this episode of the Nonsense Talk Podcast, the Washington, D.C. UFO Invasion. What the fuck is up, fellow nonsensers? Welcome back to another episode. This week, I feel free. I feel good. I feel empowered. This week, I finished up my first semester at uni and not having to worry about assignments or tests really, uh... Really just takes the load off my shoulders. I gotta turn down the recording audio for a second. I don't want any clips like last week. Um, yeah, so I'm also going on vacation next week down to Alabama. So I'm not sure if I'm gonna have any, um, if I'm gonna have an episode for you guys this Saturday after this one goes up. So my apologies. I'm gonna try, but I can't make any promises. I'll be on the road. I don't know if I'll have any time to research or to um, actually record. I don't even know if I'm taking my recording stuff. I might, just in case. But um, some plugs before we start. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Official Nonsense Talk, where I post more information about the topic covered this week. And you can also um, you also get to engage with me there. I always enjoy chatting in the comments and whatnot. Uh, rate us high on whatever platform you choose to listen to us on and subscribe that really helps tell your friends and family about how they also can learn about shit they never needed to know seriously all this information is garbage okay with all that out of the way let's talk about some aliens in 1952 one of the most significant ufo sightings or should i say sightings occurred in washington dc mr potato head also made his debut but that's not really as important as the UFOs. Maybe you like Mr. Potato Head. Maybe that was your favorite toy growing up as a kid, and that is um, personally very important to you. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to judge you. Um, so over the course of a few weeks, dozens of unexplainable objects would streak across the skies over the capital of the United States. These sightings were just reported weren't just reported by UFO chasers and some hippies smoking a little bit too much pot or doing too much LSD. I think L LSD was really popular back then at that time. I don't know. Not popular, that popular anymore um, as it used to be with the hippies. These were reported by pilots, radar operator operators, and other credible sources. People started to really panic and freak out. I, for one have always thought that if aliens really wanted to make themselves known to the world, they would just go park right on the White House's lawn. Doesn't that just make sense? Like, that would probably be the most documented, um, filmed, and uh, broadcasted, that's the word I'm looking for, broad broadcasted event to ever have taken place. Uh, but then again, of course, they would get shot out of the sky immediately. They wouldn't even come close. I think the White House is more protected than anyone really thinks. Like, shows... Oh, what's that movie? Um, White House Down. I think that is the most uh, accurate, but I think they have more security than that. 
uh, protecting the most important man in the world. Um, I you you would need some protection. I guarantee you they have some fifty calibers on top of the roof, some freaking rocket launchers, something uh, to protect. Uh, you know, the most important man in the world. So maybe not the best idea. Scratch that. In fact, we did attempt to chase them with fighter jets, but the unidentified aircrafts outran the jets. Sci-fi-like headlines and papers and rumors started to spread across America that maybe this was it. Maybe aliens were finally going to make themselves known to us. President Truman wanted answers, so he called, and no, I'm not making this up, the Air Force's secret UFO investigation team. This team is a topic all on its own, and I'm going to have to make a whole episode to go over all that. The project was called Blue Book, um, which I, I'm i going to do an episode on that too. There's just so many sub-episodes I can do from this because it was so big and little parts came into it, and I'm going to have to cover those in separate episodes. Um, so Project Blue Book was underway in D.C., they quickly called up for a press conference and told everyone to stop the panic and blame the whole thing on the weather, like they always do, them lying bastards. I want to see them aliens. You know, okay, um, so during an interview on Joe Rogan's podcast, he was interviewing Bernie Sanders. I don't know if you've seen this or heard of this yet, uh, but he asked Bernie if he had any information on, um, on aliens um, and if he would tell us. He said he didn't, but if he did, he would not keep it from us. So hashtag get Bernie elected and hashtag let's see them aliens. Uh, hashtag let's see them alien cheeks. Uh, hashtag clap alien cheeks. I don't What was the trending hashtags for uh, the Area 51 raid? I need them just in, uh, so I could, you know, be cool and post all my pictures this week under that hashtag. <laughs> uh, so it wasn't just the big papers running the stories on all these events either. Small local papers from every corner of the country were headlining these UFOs in Washington. Many local papers would uh, include a sidebar local sightings and even one paper went as far as calling out the Russians, asking them if they might be behind it, which we all know, or we all remember the episode I did on the Roswell Russian incident. If you haven't listened to that one, I suggest you do. Uh, a lot of intriguing information in that one um, about how the Russians might have been behind the crash landing in Roswell and that the government was hiding something and maybe ripped off the Russians' technology that they used for the flying saucer to create um, our stealth fighter, the one that's like super flat. So definitely go back and listen to that if you haven't. It's a really good episode. Really funny, too. Okay, so some headlines of the papers were stuff like Radar says flying saucers in backyard of national capital. Saucers swarm over capital. And Air Force orders anti-saucer alert, I think, was one. Uh, you, can, you can see how some of these headlines might cause some panic. A real-world War of Worlds epidemic. Another topic I want to go over. Um, if you don't know what the world, War of Worlds is... It's a movie. I think there's two of them now. Uh, but it's a really good movie. And uh, starring Tom Cruise? Pretty sure. Yeah, he's the star in the movie. Basically how tripods come to Earth to harvest our organs or blood or something like that. to Because their world is dying. I don't know. 
but it was a radio broadcast and people thought it was real and they freaked out. Um, I'll do an episode on that too sometime, but we have, I have to figure out one for next week. And then the week after that, I'm probably doing a Christmas one just to be a little like, you know, holidayic. I think is the word. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really good with words. Um, so let's get into one of the sightings, shall we? Late one, late, uh, one evening on July 19th, 1952, an air traffic control officer at the Washington National Airport spotted a cluster of um, 12 blips on the radar. These blips were also spot- spotted by, uh, um, by radar. I can't speak. Holy shit, buddy. Get your fucking shit together. God damn it. These people aren't coming here to listen to your speech impediments. These blips were also spotted by radio. Holy shit, guys. I can't fucking say it. By radio. Oh my God. It's radar. Say it. These blips were also spotted by radar operators. There we go. Thank you, fucking Jesus. God. Uh, Now I forgot where I'm at. I was trying to say that so many times. At Andrews and Boiling. Not Boiling. Bowling Air Force bases. The uh, control towers. now I'm just all fucked up. I got to get my shit together. Hold on, guys. Take some deep breaths. It's just words. Don't get all flustered by them. Just fucking read from the script. God damn it. Stop doing this improv. You're not fucking good at it. The control towers contra- contacted all the commercial flight pilots in the area and asked if they had seen anything out of the ordinary. Captain Casey Pierman of Air Flight 807 responded back, saying he saw six bright lights streak across the sky, like falling stars without the tail. F-94 jets were immediately scrambled from Delaware's Newcastle Air Force Base since the runway from Andrews was under repair. How the fuck... Are you not going to be able to launch aircraft from an aircraft base? Whose bright idea was it to do repair on the whole fucking runway at once? What the fuck happens if all the other Air Force bases are blown the fuck up and they are the last base standing? In this fictional, not, never going to happen situation, we are fucked. Anyways, when the jets took to the skies from the fucking functional Air Force base, they saw nothing. The Pentagon had already been monitoring the escalating UFO sightings under the Project Blue Books, and the officer in charge added this to the reports. The next week it happened, again, 12 blips on the radar, again they sent jets, probably from Delaware again because we all know government work projects don't finish for at least 10 years and fucking, I I don't even know. I mean, highways, have y'all ever noticed that once a highway goes under construction, you're not going to fucking see the end of that work. You're never going to see the highway being finished. Uh, this time, the jets saw the same thing as the commercial pilot sa- saw. Bright lights speeding away from them. Uh, pilot William Patterson later told the investigators, a.k.a. the men in black, let's be real here, I tried to make contact with the bogeys below 1,000 feet. I was at maximum speed, but I ceased chasing them because I saw no chance at overtaking them. By the way, uh, F-94's top speed is 640 miles per hour, so those fuckers were hauling ass. Of course, the media reports had a field day with this information. The front page of the Washington Post said, Saucer outran jet, pilot says. Here is the bullshit that they tried to pull. They recently tried saying that all the lights were optical illusions, and paper said the optical illusions don't show up on radar. Brilliant. The investigators... Fuck it. I'm calling them them the men in black. 
The men in black fired back. Ooh, that rhyme. The men in black fired back. Just call me fucking Drake. I'm fucking working on new songs. Also, uh, I'm going to release over the, the next the course of the next month. I have one I'm ready to upload probably Saturday. If you guys want to link to that, I'll put it. Um, I don't know where I'll put it. I'll link to my other Instagram page that I post all my music on. And you guys can go there and you can listen. Um, it's called uh, On The Rise. I've been working on it for a while. And I'm really proud of it. Anyways, no optical illusions. Uh, the men in black fired back. No optical illusions don't. But temperature inversions do. Motherfuckers trying to blame temperature now. A temperature inversion is when hot air gets trapped under a layer of warm air. When this happens, the warm air creates kind of like a ceiling that causes radar beams to bounce off of it and bounce towards the ground. Things like cars and telephone poles, buildings, uh, now appear to be thousands of feet in the air, and the Air Force tried blaming it on that. But how does that explain the lights? It fucking doesn't, and the explanation got no support from the public. Were they UFOs? Um, I, I'd, I'd like to think so. Maybe, maybe they were headed to the White House for a friendly meet and greet, but you assholes sent fucking jets after them. You know, if I go to meet someone and they send fucking dogs out after me, you bet your ass I'm hauling my ass out of there. You know, maybe aliens are just like super cautious when it comes to Earth and that's why they haven't made any contact. Maybe their species are like super limited and they only have a few left and they don't want to, you know, take any risk or have any casualties. Uh, I don't know. Just my thoughts on the whole aliens not making contact yet. I, I think they're out there and maybe they have visited Earth or maybe they're just not why they haven't. Because come on, guys, with how big the universe is, there has to be another planet that has intelligent life on it. But I'm thinking maybe they're just like us and they haven't, you know, they don't have the um, the technology to travel light years away Maybe they're just at the same um, technology level as we are, and they can't escape from their planet yet. I mean, if they started when we started, they're going to be, except unless they had some kind of other um, resources on their planet that m made for better conductors or, you know, made for better technology that, you know, Earth doesn't. They possibly could be ahead of us, but I don't think so. I just think that they are the same way as us, and they're curious as if we're aliens, or if their aliens are out there. And we are. We're here. Um, you know, we've sent radio broadcasts out into the, um, out into the cosmos, but what if they're so far that they can't pick it up? You know, we haven't even scratched the surface of how far we can send a radio broadcast, so maybe they're just too far away to hear us. Or maybe they're hostile and creating a plan to destroy us as we know it. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the Nonsense Talk podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoy writing and recording. Uh, going on vacation, like I said, to Alabama next week. So I don't know if I'm going to have any episodes for you guys the Saturday after this. Uh, but I'm going to need you guys to forgive me because I really need a vacation. I've been... 
you know, at university, studying my brains out, taking tests, stressed to the fucking maximum. I mean, I haven't had a boner in like five days because of final exams. I just can't think of anything sexual because all I can think about is fucking math equations. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, economics and... I don't even know what the other class I took. That's how stressed I was. I just never knew what the fuck. I just showed up to class and be like, I think I'm, I think this is the right class. And I just sat there all semester. <laughs> uh, anyway, if you really enjoy the show, share us with your friends and family. Uh, we have been growing exponentially these past few months. Seriously. Like it took us, I think um, like two months to gain a hundred listeners, but in like um two weeks we gained another hundred listeners so we are just moving right along and that really makes me happy um i want to keep that trend up and uh i just love entertaining people and making people's laugh and making people laugh if i do let me know you know get hit me up on instagram tell me that you enjoyed the episode and that you thought it was funny because i don't know if it's funny or not i'm taking the risk of getting up here and just sounding like a complete asshole and fucking a wad i might say a joke i think it's funny and that i think it might get a laugh but everyone's like what the fuck is this person what the fuck is this motherfucker talking about you know i don't know i don't know if it's gonna be funny i just say it i write it and i'm like <laughs> and other people might be like this isn't even funny motherfucker doesn't know jokes uh my accents might even be bad you guys might think that's offensive but do i care no <laughs> joke see i don't know if you laughed uh let me know if you laughed uh <laughs> Now I'm making myself laugh. Uh, rate us high on whatever platform you choose to listen to us on and subscribe. That really helps too. Follow us on Instagram at official nonsense talk where I post more information about the topic covered that week. And you also get to engage with me there. Uh, I always enjoy chatting in the comments and whatnot. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the nonsense talk podcast. I've been your host, Buddy Henderson.